Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I am your host, Ed Cheney, along here with the beautiful and lovely Kimberly Rose. Hi, everyone. I can't make her blush anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to find a new approach. That means we're going to have to change this whole in-queue. You know, I have a little funny story. Uh-oh. Uh, very brief. Uh-oh. But uh, one of our listeners w- asked me, are you guys married? Because if you're not, why? He's really, like, really hitting on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> I thought that Oops. was so cute. And I'm like, yes, we're married. Everybody, if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't pass it around. I think it adds some drama to the show. Oh, okay. Well, I just right. wanted to eliminate that little um, maybe, <laughs> you know, things w- that run in a woman's mind sometimes. She wants, that's funny that she wants to eliminate it and I want to, like, further it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, thanks for sharing that. I, I thought it was going to be much worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, in the world we live in, everybody needs to know that you're a very wonderful, appropriate male. <laughs> and I'm not trapped in this room with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let's talk about weight loss. Are you right? Anything to get off of this subject? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's worse subjects in the world today. Uh, but we're not going to talk about those. No. Nope, we are going to go right to, wow, CBD for weight loss. Is it real? Well, I can tell you this. If the answer was that the uh, the dictionary says, what's the definition of right? Well, it's whatever the majority says. And I'd like to say there is, when we, we went to Google and Googled uh, CBD for weight loss, we got over 30 million results. That's just so crazy. I mean, and we were, I I would never say we were skeptical when we started down this path. No, 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 no. But leave it to commerce to be somewhat misleading. Yeah. Now, and and they'll they'll grab something and to get an edge and a jump in on the market, they'll leverage it, embellish it a bit, you know, and that's just the normal spirit of free commerce. Yeah. Right. So I, but I have to tell you, I was at least pleasantly surprised that what they were embellishing was something that was legitimate. I didn't see a ton of gimmicky things. Right. I saw some, but they weren't really big. Yeah. Like belly fat and, and, you know, immediate loss and get rid of everything. I saw a few of those plays, you know, like on Amazon stuff, but... Uh, for the most part, I saw them hanging on to the one, two, the one or two, at least has some clinical studies behind it. Yeah, I thought there was a couple of things that yeah. that made sense. It was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when I went to Google Scholar, because that's where I like to start my research, uh, I will have more chances of going to clinical reviews when I go to school, Google Scholar. Uh, but much like in the past, sometimes I'll go to Google Scholar and there'll be no clinical reviews. I'll have to wade through a lot of 
opinions from those who are stakeholders in the business. Yeah. Right. Company owners and blogs written by, you know, somebody who has a product uh, product on the market somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was the fact for this particular search as well. So when I Googled Scholar and I put in CBD for weight loss, I got 45,000 responses. That's a significant amount of responses. In that, in that arena. Yeah. yeah. And I went through the first three pages and did not find a single clinical review. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, but if further on, I, there are some reviews in there, but if I can't get through the first three and see any clinical reviews, well, I don't have the time to go through, you know, 4,500 pages. Right. Well, and I think the <clears throat> the only one that, you know, I because I started a little bit earlier than you, I found one, but it was just on animals. So... Yes. There was no yes, there nothing was, on a human. There and and people were referring to that study quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's about appetite. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there's actually another one on cholesterol too. So, uh, but both of those studies were early on, and both were done with rats. Yeah. Yeah, or rodents. I'll just say rodents. Um, now, interestingly enough, I found most were leveraging the knowledge about CBD and your ECS system being affecting appetite. Mm -hmm. In other words, lowering your craving for food. Uh, there seems to be enough out there to say that that's pretty relevant. And I have to say, when I typed in CBD for appetite, I got 13,000 uh, 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 results. And of those 13,000, I did the same thing, went through the first three pages, and I did get two or three reviews there, or, or clinical reviews there, but for the most part, I got blogs and opinions of those stakeholders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but... I wanted to give you the lay of the land, because if yeah. you know these things, then that paints a picture for you. Right. It's that, and we always go back to the E. CS system. It does like, go back to the ECS system, that, yes. That really does so much in yeah. your body. Yeah, and, and let, we're going to have a conversation about that because we're going to look at this from a realistic approach. Mm -hmm. What everybody's doing is they're passing ar around a ton of anecdotal information. Sure. So not necessarily clinically based and not necessarily you know, accurate or data-based, more so on experiences and opinions. And so a lot of that it is abound yeah. when seeking out information on this topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's still entertaining is, is because I don't see any really misbehaving out there. No, I so, didn't, I didn't listeners, find, that's yeah. what I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing a ton of misbehaving. And if you do see it, it'll probably stand out like a sore thumb. Well, let's hope so, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So now, in general, many studies have suggested that in the case of diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and obesity, there is significant amounts of evidence that the endocannabinoid system deficiencies are linked. Right. So if you're not in homeostasis... You may be contributing to diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and obesity. Right. Now, when I think of the weight loss question that is on everybody's mind, CBD for weight loss, I would like today to 
easily be able to say which area are we pointing to in our discussion. Is it just general weight loss for social and fitting into my you know, outfits or is it obesity? Because there's a lot more data on obesity and it's very specific and the data on just social weight loss is the one with all the anecdotal uh, evidence. Right. Okay. And I think... Also, with obesity, you know it's going to take a long time. You know sure. you're mm-hmm. on a journey. Yeah. Um, trying to fit into a dress, you're looking for a quick fix. <laughs> True. You know? Yeah. And honestly, that's we're going to find out that that's probably not CBD. It's not a quick fix. Now... And Kim and I talked about this this morning, and we'll sh- this will be an opinion we'll share uh, from all of our experiences... And Kim asked the question this way. So what do you think? Does CBD really help with weight loss? And our conversation kind of rounded out this way at the end of it. It was like, you know, it just sounds like when your body is in homeostasis, which, by the way, is just being healthy, Mm -hmm. everything working correctly, which you can contribute to that in a lot of different ways. CBD just happens to be a really effective way of doing it. But when your body is working correctly and you are healthy, things happen easily. Yeah, and they they happen organically, you know. So So it's not a magic pill. No. We didn't see anything that suggested this was ever going to be a magic pill Mm -mm. with the knowledge that is currently out. Now, I will not cap this. I'm just going to say the knowledge that's currently out is not a magic pill. No. But it does contribute. It's an adjunctive opportunity along with other good health practices is kind of where we end it. I think that's what I tell my customers who come in and ask that question. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to reduce your inflammation and your pain, so you're going to get up and you're going to want to move around more, which means you're going to be, yeah. you know, obviously more active if right. you're at the gym. Uh, for I will tell anybody and everybody all day long that I take CBD before I go to the gym, and it really improves my workout. Yeah. And she looks terrific. Thank you. And we have live show here, so anybody that doubts me. <laughs> but, uh, Don't they, tell my wife I said that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that, that's really the overall suggestion that I give my customers yeah. that that this is not CBD is not a quick fix for anything. You have to work with it and you have to use it and you have to not really. I can't say that's accurate. It's well, very quick for anti-inflammatory. Well, sure, but I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? So, and so it makes sense for us to talk a little bit about the ECS system. But after that statement of yours. Uh, listeners, we will tell you how it affects this. So if you do want to use it in conjunction with other things for a, a weight loss program, whether you are socially weight, doing weight loss or whether you are fighting an obesity battle, mm-hmm. we'll give you good information on both of those, okay? We, we, we tried our best to dig up some good stuff and share with you today. So we're not going to just leave you with opinions. Yeah. And then uh, I think we'll probably uh, end with a couple of, oh, my God, watch out for this idea. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the endocannabinoid system, which, which we've talked about a lot. I think almost every show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it controls a wide range of your vital processes, including mood, mm-hmm. memory, 
inflammation, sensory perception, cognitive, uh, cognitive functions, body temperature, and appetite. And appetite is one of those that everybody's hanging on to. Yeah. Let's just... No, we won't go there. We'll talk about appetite. So the role of the endocannabinoid system is to maintain the balance and all of those functions I just said. When the balance gets compromised, a person can suffer from either underactivity or overactivity within this system. Uh, when this, when that dysfunction sets in, things don't work correct. So when your, when your ECS system is not in balance, problems can occur. Mm-hmm. Your functional abilities in all those areas, mood, memory, information, sensory perception, cognitive functions, body temperature, appetite, pain, all those become affected. Or, I, I'm, I'm sorry, a system becomes affected and the consequences of that can be mild or severe. Right. So we throw around the term all the time of homeostasis. Mm-hmm. Homeostasis is when your body, your ECS system is in complete balance. Everything is working as it should. There's been a common term we've been using. You know, your ECS system was probably perfect when you were like 12. Um, Probably nowadays, earlier. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you're just... Right, with sodas and all that. Anyway, but you get the idea. So as we get older and our system becomes exposed to, I don't know, crappy food, Maybe toxins in the environment. Maybe right social behaviors. When when our system gets exposed to those, it can become compromised over time. We're all super aware of this. Yes. We weren't stressed out when we were ten. Right. We're all nuts right now. Yeah. You know, as as uh, middle aged adults. So, uh, so that's a lot. It's, it's an easy way to look at the ECS system. When it's in balance, it's trying to be like it was when you were a young child. Right. Because that's when it was unaffected. And everything was working. Correct. And, All right. Yes. So if you, get that, if you get to that place and you have that kind of an understanding, then you can move to the next piece of knowledge, which is how does the ECS system come into balance? And it's simple as this. The cell says there's a problem. There's a cannabinoid running around. By the way, there's both endo and phyto. Mm -hmm. So your body makes its own cannabinoids. There's a cannabinoid running around, and it takes the message from that cell and runs it over to a receptor, either a CB1 or a CB2, and an adjustment to your body happens, and your, your body is back into balance again. Yep. Good. All right. Now, now that we have that, then we can move on to other things. Like, for instance, let's talk about appetite. Yeah. Suppressing and the appetite is one of the studies that they did with the rodents. Right. And maybe we should clarify, just, for, just to make sure all of our listeners know, we're okay. talking about CBD. I know. We're this is going to be our conversation. We're not talking about <laughs> THC. Uh, but THC was a part of it. It be- is. And... But it, we all know that if you're just doing straight THC, you're probably going right. to get the munchies. <laughs> so this is what led to the study. Yeah. So the study, and it was, a 2000, it was an early one, 2011, they went, hey, wait a minute. If you're taking THC and you get the munchies, did that just mean it affected the CB1 receptor and triggered your appetite? 
Wow, well then let's look at what CBD does. That's what triggered it. So make sure that everybody is quite aware that your choice of cannabinoids are pretty important here. Because THC is in the opposite direction. It's going to stimulate your appetite where they have very limited clinical studies that CBD may decrease it. Right. Okay? Calm it down. Yeah. It might even be more calm it down. It certainly is not as prevalent is how THC excites it. Yes. Right. If so. For whatever reason, it definitely stimulates that receptor. Yeah. Oh. So uh, let me let me read uh, a pass a a summary from a paper written uh, at the Harvard Medical School, uh, and the the title of this paper was "The Endocannabinoid System: Essential and Mysterious," uh, and it was dated August eleventh. 2021, so literally two weeks ago. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. The ECS role in hunger and fine-tuning weight loss medications. The cautionary cautionary tale of a drug called Romanobont. Do you remember it? I read this. All right. A drug that blocks the CB1 receptors. It is an interesting example of the central role the ECS plays and so many critical functions. It was developed as an anti-obesity drug. Mm-hmm. So by blocking the CB1 receptor, there was no trigger for appetite. It was just completely gone. Right. The thinking was that the ECS controls hunger. Now, we know this because, among other Lines of evidence, cannabis gives you the munchies. So if you block the CB1 receptor, should it cause weight loss? Well, Ramanabont did cause weight loss quite successfully. But it also, because the ECS regulates mood and the CB1 is one of the key contributors to that, um, the people that were taking it were becoming suicidal. And they had to yank this off the market like quick. Yeah, yeah, I read that. That's a, that was a very scary um, side effect of that drug. Right. Okay, so you now can see a little more evidence that affecting the CB1 receptor can cause adjustments in your appetite trigger, mm-hmm. whether increasing it or decreasing it. And now what you're looking at is which cannabinoid increases it and which cannabinoid decreases it. It seems that there is mild but there is data that suggests that THC increases it and CBD decreases it. Again, it's through modulation. Mm-hmm. So it modulates those triggers that tell certain enzymes to get produced and so forth. Anyway, interesting yeah. about this drug, though, huh? Well, you can't, again, that's what a pharmaceutical does, right? It just clamps on that receptor and just completely engulfs it, and it's not... It's doing so many other things. Well, yeah, it's, it's not, it was not designed to take the entire system into consideration. Right. Again, kind of problematic sometimes when you get to a pharmaceutical. Uh, it, it really is a one solution thing, not considering the balance uh, of the rest of the system. Yeah. Um, and certainly, you know, we've had older animal studies that, that revealed that CBD administration reduced their appetite. 
and again, plenty of evidence, even though it is anecdotal, supporting the concept that CBD and appetite suppression. Uh, but I can tell you, uh, to date, I have not seen any human trials in that. No, I didn't see anything where they had a large group of anybody right? besides rodents. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so and, and, and they recognize that CBD doesn't deactivate a CB, the CB1 receptor. Oh, by the way, CB1 receptor, neuro. Yeah. So that affects a lot of your neurocognitive things. CB2s would be inflammation and, you know, immune responses and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, so m unlike that drug that we just talked about, the CBD did not go in and shut down or deactivate that. It only triggers it to do something. Yeah. All right. Um, and most of that is through modulation. Now, so so let's let's just say, what do we know here? So now we're going to be, when, when we talk about it this way, about appetite, uh, again, two different verticals. Social. If you're going to use CBD for appetite suppressant, you, it, it's got to be in association with something else. That's what I have found. Yeah. Uh, I found a, a capsule that, let me see, I, gotta, I took a picture of it because uh, it had a lot of ingredients in it that um, I know I personally can't take, but that doesn't mean, you know, it was a, it, it is a weight loss CBD capsule. Mm -hmm. It's got 30 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD in it, but then it goes, it's got green tea, green tea extract, green coffee bean extract, crystalline caffeine, advanced fat burning blend. Right. Um, so, and there, that's a lot of milligrams of all those other things. It's, it's, <laughs> I read. it's trying to trigger your metabolism. And too. so, yeah, I mean, like, so that's not something I know I can take because th that's right. just too stimulating. I can't, I can't take that kind of stuff. But that's where you. So the, I don't know how, how how much good the CBD is doing with all of that other stuff in there. Well, those stimulants have already known to have a, a either both physical and psychological approach to fitness yeah. and to weight loss. So. so maybe the CBD is the one that's the, the suppressant of the appetite and the other ones are the increasing of the metabolism. metabolism. Yeah, that, that, that possibly would work. And then again, the CBD would also help to keep the system in balance so it can handle those, uh, those, uh, those other stimulants. The yeah, the stimulants. Thank you. Uh, so the CBD, so the, the balance of your ECS system would be pretty important uh, if you're going to up that. And by the way, I've seen some stimulants out there that are pretty darn potent. Yeah. Um, Pre-workout oh. products are going through the roof right now. That's, yeah. Anyway, all right. But I still suggest that if you are looking for weight loss socially, the dress, you know, that, that kind of weight loss, uh, not only uh, if you are looking to use CBD, you should use it adjunctively 
with a healthy diet and a fitness regimen. Right. Now, but that's not a girl's quick fix. I know. I okay. know. So, But I'm just going to tell you what I've learned right. is if your ECS system is working correctly, you have one little edge of reducing your appetite, but the rest of it is going to be, well, a lot of other studies that I will share with you in the second half of this show, which means your body becomes aligned perfectly for a healthy appetite and uh, a fitness regimen, mm-hmm. meaning that you likely get, get twice as ben- twice as much benefit from the same activity if your ECS system is working the way it should. Yeah, no, I, I agree okay. 100%. So that's what our common finding seems to be is mostly for when, when it comes to social, it has to be used in combination of right. stuff that we already know. Yeah, and I've never been, just to know, I'm, I've never been one for uh quick weight loss gimmick pill, especially in a pill form. It's just not a good idea. I I think people have learned that those kind of things just have so many other side effects that it's not worth it. And sometimes you don't see those side effects until much later on. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I get it. Uh, So, but now let's talk about obesity. Yeah. And again, I'll have seven, uh, six or seven little clinical pieces that I was able to dig up that will even talk a little bit more about obesity. But just as a general rule, uh, it is a big struggle. I do recognize the issue with insulin. The issue with the the problem sometimes is almost unbeatable. Yeah. And so the use of CBD to help curb appetite could be important because the insulin issue is triggering your appetite to increase. So you might find some help in modulating that. May not go away, but you may find some. There are there are there's evidence out there that it contributes, and that's uh, a shit show already. Like that's a tough place to be. Yeah. And this could provide a, an edge, and it can do it in a very natural, homeopathic way. Yeah, and that's the that is the main. Um, ideology that people should get into. I mean, I know if you get to that place where you're obese, you're probably already on many medications for um, different things that are going on in your body. Right. So you would have to do like a full change. You'd have food, exercise, CBD, uh, mindset. It's a whole that's just... I. It's got to be really tough. Yeah. Well, and a balanced ECS system has an infect, uh, has an impact on your insulin system, your insulin production, your insulin resistance. Uh, it can have an impact. And so I think for those fighting that battle, uh, CBD probably has more of an opportunity to be an assisted over-the-counter natural product. Right. Yeah. I think the articles that I was reading uh, is that you'd have to start at a higher dose. Agreed. Yeah. And then you, as you lose weight, you can come, you can taper down as you go. Yeah. But you'd have to start fairly high. Now, with these, if you were to uh, again, so the whole world seems to still be in a bit of a a bit of an indecisiveness when it comes to should my CBD product be full or broad, be THC free, or have the THC molecule in it. And again, the th- in order for the THC to create a stimulate an appetite stimulation, uh, 
I have not seen any CBD products that are compliant with the farm bill being less than 0.3% being enough there to stimulate the appetite. Yeah, no, I... So you're not going to take a, 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 a full hemp product, you know, that has everything in it. You're not going to take it and then get the munchies. All right? Right, so, yes. Uh, there is, there is seem to be plenty of anecdotal evidence on that. Uh, but this is, it, this it's is the not, word of the day. It's not difficult to arrive at that and go, okay, so I'm, I'm okay with this, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. no, there's not, there's not enough THC in there, and there's so much more CBD calming that. Yeah, so. It, it, it'll never surface. So that's just our knowledge. Uh, I wasn't able to find anything on it, so, but that's our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, so we've got a few more studies to go through, but I suggest we take a break before we dive into these new ones, because once we get started, we're going to get interrupted with a break. Yeah. Right? Let's All right. Let's do it. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to review some of these studies to help you get that side of the opinion on CBD for weight loss, and we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to the cbd ed show if you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program please send an email to info at the cbd ed show.com that's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Okay, listeners, welcome back to the CBD Ed Show. Here we are, CBD and weight loss. What's the deal? I think it's, I, I mean, it's so hard to say. We're still on the fence. Yes, right. yes, we're going to say yes. It's one of those things you just got to know how to do it. Right. All right. So, so our our next area is 
is there are plenty of advocates that claim that CBD can convert white or bad fat into brown fat, which may improve the body's ability to burn calories. Now, so what they are referencing is a 2016 study uh, published in PubMed called Cannabidiol Promotes Browning in the 3T3L1 Adipocytes. Okay. Now, this study supports the claim about fat conversion. The science involved in this study found that CBD can influence how the body interacts with fat on many levels, one of them being the conversion. This is the first I, I've never even heard of browning. Yeah, I have never either. <laughs> and uh, trust me, uh, be mindful because there's limited data on this. And this is one of the two areas that CBD is promoting. They're promoting uh, the fat browning. That means turning it from white to brown. And they are promoting appetite. Those are the two places. Right. And do they, do they give you any information? So it, if it's white, does is, is that mean it's just sitting there and it's not being burned off? Or it, it's only burned off when it turns brown? Or I, I don't understand the, like, is white bad and brown is good I, as far as? Right, right. So I have uh, very limited knowledge on this for you. But I believe it has a lot to do with the mitochondria. Okay. Okay. We've talked about that. We have, yes. On um, a show way back when. Right. So, <laughs> um, but we know that the influence here is on the 3T3L1 adipocyte, which manages the storage effect. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so in this particular study, that's where uh, it's focusing in on. And, and so that's it. That's, that's as far as I want to go with that. But what I do want to share is it's one of the big ones everybody's promoting. Okay. But they're super limited. Uh, this was published in 2016. Uh, it was fairly thorough. Share it with you guys if you want it. Just send us a request for it. Yeah, and so and then so what, it turns it from white to brown. Yeah. Okay, in the receptor. Correct. Okay. No, in the receptor. In no, the, no. I, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I know there's there, there's there's too much here. Right, and we don't know that much about this area. Correct. Okay. Okay. So self uh, admitting that this is not an area I understand. There'll well be enough. a show in the future. It's possible. Yeah. I'm not seeing a whole lot of recent stuff on it though. All right. Uh, how about reduces the risk of metabolic disorders? So according to a 2018 study, obesity may, trivial, tr may, may trigger several metabolic disorders such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. All right, so in this study, this happened through an, this happened through an overaction, I'm sorry, an overactivation of the CBD of the CB receptors in the body. When CB1 receptors are overstimulated in fat tissue throughout the body, this may contribute to obesity in the aforementioned metabolic system. Okay. So I'll say that again. When CB1 receptors are overstimulated 
and the fat tissues throughout the body, they may contribute to obesity uh, and meta metabolic symptoms. So that means those, though, they're not in homeostasis. They're overactive. They're wor working overtime to fight something. Well, for one, let's just say what we already know, and that is the CB1 uh, affects your appetite. Yeah. So overstimulation of your CB1, you become voraciously hungry. You're just hungry all Correct. the time. Okay. And that is also an issue because of ins insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of contribute uh, things that are contributing to that piece. Okay. Okay. So we have a little bit of uh, a little bit of studies there uh, regarding. Uh, Fat tissues, uh, which, again, that's the second biggest thing out there uh -huh. uh, is this issue. How about helps with insulin resistance? Yeah. If you are obese, this term probably means a lot to you. Right. If you're not, I can help with this a little bit because I did take some notes down for my own personal use. Insulin resistance is an almost inseparable feature of obesity and diabetes. Like it's It's... It's a vicious circle that's yeah. hard to overcome. So, uh, so here it is. So a healthy metabolic process follows a simple pattern of you eat food, blood sugar level rises, the pancreas releases insulin to move the glucose to the body's cells, and then the cells use glucose as an energy source. Right. Okay. All right. An unhealthy metabolism follows this process instead. You eat food, blood sugar level rises, the pancreas releases insulin to move glucose into the cell, but uh-oh, insulin doesn't work. Blood sugar level continues to rise. The liver steps in to convert sugar to fat to protect the body from high sugars. Yeah. Your cells still want sugar for energy and triggers your appetite. The process continues. All right. That sounds like That's a it. really vicious... Cycle. Well, for those who are fighting with this, I think it was uh, it was really something I wanted to share because I'm pretty sure most don't know this. No. Yeah. How that would this, you know that? that? This battle is is as ferocious as it is. I, I think that's the, like the the main uh, theory on all of our programs is that you you're, you don't know what the ECS is doing. There's a whole thing happening there all day, every day. Yep. When your eating patterns constantly provide excess glucose, the system will go out of whack. As body cells are unable to withstand more glucose, they become resistant to insulin, signaling to pump the simple sugars into the cell. With dangerously high blood glucose levels, the pancreas begins to, to secrete even more insulin. In the end, the unusually intense production of insulin will cause glucose levels to plummet. That's why people suffering from insulin resistance tend to experience blood glucose roller coaster. That means feeling angry and, slu and sluggish. Mm -hmm. All right. Just want to share all that because, uh, again. Yeah, that's, that's a really tough, tough place to be in. And so then CBD will come in here and help with the... They're, they're suggesting a few places. Yeah. Uh, so one is, um, well, and there, there'll be a little bit more in because inflammation is going to show up in one of these studies as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but certainly the effect on the CB1 to kind of mitigate or regulate that appetite uh, issue a little bit less. 
Um, let's see here. Will it help with the blood sugar? I, I've read nothing that suggested that. Okay. So uh, if you're in homeostasis, remember, we talked about this earlier on, and I, I want all our listeners to hear this too. It's not a direct uh, effect on most of our systems, but it doesn't mean it can't have an indirect. When you are in balance, system tend to, the systems tend to work better. Right. When you're out of balance, they do not. So if you're suffering from these issues with insulin, blood sugar levels, uh, liver, if you're str- struggling with these things and your body is out of homeostasis, then these issues are likely amplified. But if your system could get into homeostasis, then there's little pieces of this that will likely get down-regulated or have some effect, mm-hmm. right? So again, not a direct and indirect is a high, po- high probability. Okay. Okay. Uh, may fix mitochondrial dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Remember, mitochondria acts as an energy factories in your cell. We had a whole show on that. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was a good show. It, was, it really gave you good knowledge on foods you yep. should and shouldn't be eating, your mitochondria. It was... Great show. Yeah. And uh, Adam, you did a great job presenting it. Hope to have you back soon in case you're listening. Yes. Yes. Uh, when insulin brings glucose to the cells, the mitochondria uses it to produce the fuel for the body and the brain. Mm-hmm. But when insulin resistance occurs, the mitochondria capabilities are impaired as well. Now, that seems pretty cut and dry. So a 2016 lab study invested the impact of CBD on the metabolic function of fat cell cultures. The study recorded a significant improvement in mitochondria function with the administration of CBD. This was a study published in PubMed, May 2016, called Cannabidiol Promotes Cell Browning. Bing, bing, bing. Uh Do another one of those. There we go. All right. So anyway... uh, Mitochondria. So we had a whole show on that. That's that energy one we're suggesting. From that show, let's add one more piece. So there was evidence that, and how did Adam put this? You could have lazy mitochondria. Yes. Which, uh, so here they're suggesting that an administration of CBD will improve the function of the mitochondria that's already there. And on that show, Adam suggested cold shower. Oh, that's right. Jumping that, was, into a cold water source, you know, a pond or, you know, the ocean. Right. Um, that those things uh, put a shock into your system and wake your lazy mitochondria up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, As, and he also suggested food as well. Right. The right. food was was important. But yeah, that, that, uh, that cold shower. Now, mm-hmm. you started warm, right? You start hot and you shower, and then at, at the last few minutes, you turn it to the cold and get under there for as long as you can stay. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that was important. I thought that's what. No, I, I, I do would... not think so because he shared a story. Uh, who's the uh, the big motivational speaker that's, you know, something Robinson, the guy that, you know, seven Tony foot tall? Robinson. There you go. Tony yeah. Robinson actually built a cold bath. 
and he built it in such a way that he had to walk past it frequently. And he did so so that it kept reminding him, hey, I got to do this every day. Mm. So he didn't warm up first. He jumped right into this cold bath because mm. I'm pretty sure it was outside next to a sidewalk, whatever. Anyway, yeah. so I think the sharing of the warm water was nothing more than, hey, here's a convenient time to do it, by the way, after you're done with your shower. Well, yeah, and that's the only way I can do it. So right. I can get all clean and ready for my final rinse, and I can switch it over to the cold. Now, I live in Arizona. I was so. going to say, let's all laugh <laughs> together as Arizonans, because right now our cold water is about, I don't know, 89 degrees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying it right now. It's not bothering me at all. But in the right. winter, it, it can be... Um, our gas bill is great in the summertime, because, you know, nobody uh, has to heat their water up. Right. <laughs> okay, so the mito mitochondria. All right. Um, how about reduces inflammation? So CBD is already well documented as an anti-inflammatory. And metabolic dysfunctions often involves chronic inflammation. Mm -hmm. All right. So the pancreas is one of the most at-risk organs in obese and diabetic people. And so that reduction, well... The hyperactivity of the pancreas is an attempt to secrete extra insulin, and this process can cause inflammation in the entire gland. And that chronic inflammation can damage the beta cells, which are the ones responsible for insulin secretion. Now, again, another indirect. So, cannabinoids have been known to regulate your inflammation throughout your entire body. Mm -hmm. Even your stomach. CBD is a cannabinoid that's in a huge abundance and specifically can trigger the CB2 uh, receptors in your body to stop the production of cytokines and thereby eliminate that, that manufacturing of, uh, or, or the trigger of inflammation. Now, in this particular study, uh, this uh, uh, this particular study said again, the hyperactivity of the pancreas is an attempt to secrete extra insulin can cause inflammation in the entire gland, and the chronic inflammation can damage the beta cells, which are the ones responsible for insulin secretion. So I just want to say that one more time, right? Because CBD is pretty pretty inexpensive. It's pretty easy to take. World Health Organization says it's safe. All right. So there you go. Now, as the body becomes, I'm, I'm just going to yep. share more. As the body becomes unable to produce sufficient levels of insulin, it brings you one step closer to diabetes and obesity. As shown in a 2016 study, there's a vivid link between inflammation and an overstimulated endocannabinoid system. The application of CBD can help fix this dysfunction. The antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effect of CBD curb inflammation and potentially save the pancreas against damage, reducing the risk of diabetes. Again, 2016 study. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of them since then, though. So, again, where, are they just distracted with other things? I don't know. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I tell you, we always say this in this world, the CBD world, it's, it's gung-ho and then it's everybody pull back the reins. Right. And it's, I mean, it's a very <clears throat> stop and go 
industry and up and down and all around. There, and there's historic records of CBD hemp products being used medicinally 10,000 years ago. Yeah. So this is not something new. No. Uh, the, um, the, how about the simple view of this? CBD is, uh, w- what they said at the beginning of this study is, it's well documented for its anti-inflammatory ability. And us as humans, we know today's environment triggers inflammation everywhere. It's in our digestion system. It's in our neurosystem. It's in our brain, right? There's so much inflammation, there's so many inflammation triggers in today's world that if if I hear this thing, this is a direct connection to obesity and and uh, diabetes, well, CBD helps in a lot of different places for anti-inflammatory needs. Why not just do it because of both? The broad need for anti-inflammatory, you know and now me. it's very specific. I to, say yes. I right. always anyway, say yes. I'm just giving you a perspective there. That's all that was. Yeah. Uh, how about we move to repairs liver damage? All right, another common marker for obesity and diabetes is damage to liver cells. The liver plays a significant role in the conversion of stored and usable energy sources in the body. Overburdening the liver with high sugar intake can prove disastrous for this system. Inflammation within the liver is an indicator of an onset of dysfunction and may lead to a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease yeah okay sugar is really bad for you right well in a 2015 study researchers concluded that the impact of cbd and thcv on the metabolic dysfunction and the the name of this the name of this study was two non-psychoactive cannabinoids reduce intracellular lipid levels and inhibit Hepatostasis. <laughs> wow. Hepatostasis. All right. Yeah. I said that, but it was kind of like in a low breath because I didn't want my doctors to hear me say that out loud. Uh, okay. So this was, again, published in PubMed, 2015, June. The results suggested that non-psychoactive cannabinoid redu- reduces the buildup of triglycerides in the liver. Moreover, moreover, they lowered blood pressure and improved insulin resistance in human participants with type 2 diabetes. The scientists gave partial credit for those improvements to the anti-inflammatory properties of CBD. Again, 2015, June, PubMed. Study was called, Two Non-Psychoactive Cannabinoid Reduces... Intro, intracellular lipid levels and inhibits, here it goes again. HEPA. HEPA-to-statosis. That was pretty darn close, guys. That's probably as close as I could get it. I thought it was a great job. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right, what are, what are the problem areas out there? We have a few minutes to talk about those. Yeah. I think if somebody talks belly fat, you're in the wrong direction. They're leveraging a pain point. Mm-hmm. I really think, again, I think your best bet is to use <clears throat> CBD um, 
to get your inflammation under control and to get your body back into homeostasis. Those are two big ones. Change your diet. Do some exercise. Yeah. that's going to be your best bet and for use, a weight loss program. And use the appetite suppressant as a, oh, then I get that little extra with it maybe. Don't sure. go after it for that because you may be disappointed. Right. And so, okay, so if you fight that um, late night uh, snack that you want, right, you will take your CBD about it like right when you get home from work. Say, um you know, an hour before you know you're going to either have a big meal yeah. or you that's your trigger point. You're like, oh, I usually get a piece of chocolate or something at night, whatever it is. You want to take your CBD like an hour before. That's a, just a common thing that you want to do. You just know that's going to happen. You do that. I've seen her do this, guys, and I can tell that it works for her because I know her really well. Uh, so although this is anecdotal, (laughs) right? I have been able to observe that in her. Yeah, well, I and I use it for two reasons, Um, but for mainly for uh, just not eating late at night because we've gotten into a bad uh, schedule. It's just, or it's organic because we're working later than we used to um, and we're not eating like until eight o'clock at night. Well, that's just not great for me. So kids love it. The kids, sure, the kids love it, but uh, so if I take my CBD like around five or six, I'm not having a big meal. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm not even having a meal. My meal was at five o'clock. But that's where you just kind of have to use CBD in your own little way. Now, I did find a little book on Amazon regarding CBD and weight loss. Um, I didn't, I haven't read it. The reviews were, some were good, some were not great. It It's... I think the worst review was that it, the, they felt the author was rushed in writing it. But it, it gives good tips, like when to take your CBD for weight loss and stuff like that. Just a little, just a right. little thing, and it's not expensive. All right. Well, I'm going to say we are going to wrap this show up for today. I want to also make the offer that if you want to continue this conversation, bring it on to our social media. Yeah, Yeah. just come on in. Start a conversation. We'll get everybody to start chiming in, and uh, it can be an entertaining thing to do. Yeah. Right? So you post the first question, and uh, the rest of us all just start chiming in on answers. But we can also share resources while we're in on that conversation, too. So, again, feel free to go to any of our social media platforms, the CBD Ed Show, and we can continue this conversation. Also, I'm going to suggest you stay tuned uh, my friend Ryan on Finding Your Frequency, which is up next, and he titles this show, What's Wrong with America? And the Death of Small Business. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure anybody who understands what that meant is probably going, yeah, I want to listen to that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank everybody for listening to the CBD show. I hope we are delivering exactly what we promised, which is cutting through the noise and giving you information so you can make a good purchase or a good decision. So, this is Ed. And this is Kim. Saying goodbye for now. Bye, everybody. Thank 
you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.